<laughs> hey, this, this right here, you gotta understand, my uncle against this is a this is a loaded statement from the apostle Paul. Okay, Paul, Paul would have been like, he would have been like Solomon mixed with like Smith Wigglesworth. If you ever know, didn't know who that is. That's how learned Paul was in the Word of God. He, <laughs> these first 39 books, Paul was ridiculous. And, but Paul said, I determined to know nothing among you. Nothing. He said, I determined this. Like among you, except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I'm saying tonight that there's a, there's a temptation to try to wow you a revelation. The, the, the devil comes and says, ah, new revelation for you, Saxon. Go ahead and tell the church so you can, you can, you can wow them and look, look important. Right. Look important, Saxon. Don't preach the gospel. Just look important. Wow. Just, just, look, just, look, <laughs> just look deep. Just look deep. Don't try, just try to wow them. And actually, it's really the term to butter you up in the Greek. Yeah. It's to butter you up to touch. Actually, because you think about this. There are people who are preaching in Paul's time who will preach you and wow you and take your money from you. It's happening today again, too. Okay. (laughs) All right. uh, (laughs) Let's see. 1 Corinthians 1. Okay, take me to 1 Corinthians 1, 22 to 24. Hey, Joe, pause on that real quick. Thank you, bud. I, I still need you though. We're gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna turn up. We're gonna go somewhere. Let me, let me, let me set it up. First Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1:22. It says, "For Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek out the wisdom." Go to the next verse. But we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block, and to the Greeks foolishness. But to those who were called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. <laughs> I'm setting this up because it's so important. Like the Lord shared this with me, Uncle John. He, he, told, he told me this other day. I told, I told my wife when I got up. I said, "I said, and you know, it's really important when he speaks. You understand the tone of his voice, the context, why he's saying what he's saying." Uncle <laughs> told me he's messing me up. He said, "He said like this." I woke up. He said, "You know, it's possible to raise the dead and betray God with a kiss." It's possible to see signs, wonders, and miracles flow through your life. Same before God. God say, hey, bro, I don't know you. Who? God say, who are you? You who practice lawlessness. Meaning you who made a practice of sinning in your life and thought you knew God. <laughs> you thought you could practice sin and miracles and stand before Jesus and say, he'll say, good job, buddy. But he'll say, I don't know you. Oh, Michael, I'm so Oh, man. See, this is so important because God wants to trust you with his power tonight. But see, I don't qualify as a minister that builds with precious, with, precious, uh, with precious gold if I don't tell you that, hey, if you do a miracle but sleep with your girlfriend, you'll go to hell for it. That's a real deal. That's a real deal. Judas, the Bible, listen, Jesus said it'd be better for him if he'd never been born. <laughs> Think about this. He's the God of love who says about his creation, somebody he made, the son of perdition, it would be better for him if he had never been born. And to tell you the truth, he saw 
more debt raised probably anybody on the earth today. Imagine, imagine going out. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, actually, I take that back. But imagine going out with the original 70, 72, the original. And Jesus tell you, hey, hey, boys, hey, boys, go ahead, go out, cast out devils. Dude, these guys are coming back. They saying, they saying, Lord, oh, my gosh, man, even the demons obey your name. Can you imagine the eternal word in a body commissioning you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I want to I I go to Galatians 6.14 real quick. Galatians 6.14. I'm telling you, the Lord, the Lord spoke to me back there in the office. He said, he said, I need you guys to walk in power. Because a powerless gospel isn't in the gospel at all. This God, listen, my wife has seen this. This gospel has the power. Jesus has the power to heal cutting scars. I'm telling you, years of people tormenting themselves, cutting themselves, the perfect in the lot of Jesus Christ has the power to completely heal them. My wife at our school, she saw scars disappear underneath her hands. Not because we're special. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you that God wants to trust you with his power. You see, his power... Oh, so my that person who's on drugs right now, they need God's power. Yes. Listen, listen, they don't need a coffee mug that says, hey, uh, before you were formed. Listen, that's great. That is, that is amazing. That is true. But if you come up and say, hey, man, when you were eight years old, this happened to you in a car wreck. You said, you said, God, I hate you. And you thought God did it. But God actually wants to heal you right now. And God completely heals them. That person will say, bro, who are you? Who are you? How, how, how'd you know that? Who, who is this Jesus? This Jesus is real. Oh, man. I want to get, get vulnerable with some of you tonight that Jesus set me free from pornography. Oh, my kid. That God set me free from lust, from alcohol. That God set me free. On a college campus, I had an encounter with God. Oh, so, listen, I'm not here to be the most... Fancy preacher you ever heard? I'm telling you, when you get mingled with God, you'll change the world. I'm telling you. Galatians 6.14, real quick for me. <laughs> but God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me. And not to the world. Let's read that again. But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and not to the world. Oh, this is, this is a fun revelation right here. You ready for this? We preach a lot about David, but we miss the point. See, David really isn't about David. Because the Bible says the whole volume of the book testifies about Jesus. So, God was showing us in a pre-incarnate state before the eternal word came and was made incarnate that a young shepherd boy, which, 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 which was the lowest job, okay, to be a shepherd, again, come on now, come on. pastors know, to be a shepherd is the lowest job. <laughs> uh, this, 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 listen, this thing is for entertainers. This thing is for people who have been touched by God. Listen, once that holy oil touches you, the Bible says, Bible says, listen, no man puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom. <laughs> Once you say, God, use me, and God anoints you, if you look back, Jesus said, hey, bro, you ain't fit for the kingdom, dude. 
Once you touch that plow, that's a contract with God. God Almighty. God. God. And listen, you can't pass this audit. <laughs> you can't escape this audit. By every word, you'll be justified or condemned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want to say this because it's really funny about Jesus. We think the coloring book Jesus is the real Jesus, but he's not. Listen, he didn't show up in Matthew. Isaiah says he's the eternal father. He didn't show up on the right side of the Bible. So that means in Leviticus, when he condemned homosexuality, that was Jesus. <laughs> that was Jesus. Jesus said, hey, that's an abomination to me. Oh, so, I'm not going to say this right now. I, I, I ain't going to say it. Okay, I, hey, somebody say it. God did not give a man an entrance. God made you to sow seed. He made you to sow seed. He never gave you an entrance. He only gave you an exit, son. He only gave you an exit. So your mouth is a sword, and he made you to sow seed. Come on now. Come on now. Do you know you have generations in your body? Come on, man. Do you know what you do affects your children's children, children, children? Spiritually as well, too. This thing is real. This, this is real as I'll get out. I, I want y'all to know. This, this, this revival gathering isn't by mistake. Like, God makes no mistakes. No mistakes. Let's go for it. So, now we got our hearts set on what it's like to qualify for his power. Just to qualify for his power, you must realize who you're dealing with. The Holy Spirit isn't just an energy. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is not just a feeling. The Holy Spirit is God. <laughs> God Almighty, okay? <laughs> and, and, and honestly, it's a miracle that this body can contain that much power. It's a miracle. And it should, bring, it should bring the fear of the Lord. It should bring the fear of the Lord. Because the Bible, when it, when it says your body is temple of God, do you know he's talking about the most holy place? He's saying your body has become the most holy place. And never forget, as a priest in the new covenant, you must read the old covenant. Because in the old covenant, the crown on their head said, holiness to the Lord. Holiness to the Lord, it should be stamped on you as a believer. I want, and I want to tell you right now, purity is more piercing than gifting any day. Come on. I'll, listen, I'll take somebody who just loves Jesus, is full of the Holy Spirit. Listen, don't, you don't got to know how to preach. I don't care. I will take you and shake the world with you. Yeah. Oh, my soul, my care. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, just to qualify for real power. I don't mean, I don't, you got to understand this. We're supposed to be walking in what Peter had. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And his, sh his shadow is walking by and healing people. Do you know people were afraid to join him in the book of Acts? That's how much power was surging through the church. We see the church has been stifled because we won't throw aside the sin that so easily ensnares us. 
Oh, 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 this is, this is, this is good right here. Let's get right here. I don't even want to find a scripture, but I, I, I want to share with you. Listen, it's in Ecclesiastes, right? Maybe tell me where it's at. The Bible says that dead flies putrefy the ointment. So this, this is what it means. Let me say it again. Dead flies putrefy the ointment. So that means that after God anoints you, if you walk in sin, you make that anointing nasty. <laughs> you make that anointing taste nasty. So it's possible to walk in a gift, but walk in no presence. And the Bible says, the Bible says, listen, that's the life of Judas, Balaam, uh, and Saul. And none of them finished well, buddy. <laughs> listen, listen, you don't want that. Listen, I'm telling you, you don't want to be like Saul, Judas, or Balaam. Listen, this is. The Bible says it's possible to be a sorcerer and a prophet. <laughs> because, and my uncle preaches this too. God's the only employer who will fire you and let you still work. <laughs> what kind of God is that? He will fire you spiritually and you'll still work for him. So the Bible says that Saul died without oil on his shield. What's that mean? He still had an office without, without the anointing of God. So I want Exodus 33 to be our heart cry tonight as a, as a generation. I'm, 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 I'm trying to cut you. I'm just telling you what qualifies you and stumbling blocks to truly walk in power. Is this thing, we're, we're talking at lunch, and this is just important. It's important that what happens in this room leaves this room. Yeah. Right? If you have a pond, it's not as fresh as having a river because the water is stagnant. But if you have a river, you'll have fresh fish. You'll have good fish. If you have a pond, I don't want to fish in there. It's probably nasty. So it's important to move a God leaves this room, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I, just, I feel a strong conviction in my spirit that to really qualify for power, the purity piece has to be there. It has to be there. Okay, so let's go to Exodus 33. Uh, we'll go to verse 12. Exodus 33, verse 12. If your neighbor is tugging out, tell them to, tell them to wake up in Jesus' name. Wake up in the name of Jesus. And by the way, we're going we're gonna to study this book for all time. You guys you got know that, right? This is this, 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 this still in here. <laughs> we're going to be rev <laughs> there's a reason they say holy and listen it's not like we sing holy holy it's like holy holy why because every time the angels see him they see a new side of his goodness every time the angels see him they see a new side of his of him being awesome come on listen to this <laughs> it, 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 it shakes me up because they've been there for eons and they still cry out they still cry out holy we're going to study Jesus for a long time think, of, think about this I want to ask the youth this I, actually I ask everybody this who do you know that can come and take what the devil meant to destroy humanity crush his head with it Go down to his domain, right. 
Listen, knock him out. Take his keys from him. Yeah. Listen, listen, you don't know nobody like, like, nobody like Jesus. Come on, man. <laughs> he took, he took, listen to this. The Bible says, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The early church says it like this. By death he has conquered death. <laughs> That's David and Goliath. David took Goliath's sword and cut off his head with it. Well, Hebrews 2 tells me, just stay there. Come on. It's, it's, I, I just felt this. I want to go there. And as much then as the children, as verse 14, have taken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the saying that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. So watch this. That means the devil was, listen, the devil right now is tormenting humanity with death. People aren't afraid of COVID-19, they're afraid to die. You aren't really, people aren't afraid of COVID-19, they're afraid to die. Listen, you ain't afraid of no monkey pox. What is, listen, what is that? Dude, tomorrow is going to be baboon pox or something. It's going to be weird. It's, <laughs> people are afraid to die. Afraid to die. So Jesus says, oh, oh, you know what? If humanity is afraid to die, I got this. I'm the eternal word. Ah, so I'm going to come down. Listen, not just be a man. Place as the seed. Woman with woman. Be born. Listen to this. Jesus learned how to talk. What kind of humility is this? Oh, man. What kind of humility is this? That you are God, but you grow in favor with God and man. What kind of humility is this? That when the high priest smacks you, you don't. You, you, listen, you don't want to actually gave him his office, and, and at this time too, it actually was corrupt because they actually had two high priests. <laughs> but when the high priest smacks you, you submit to him, even though you're God. Listen, you don't think, <laughs> you don't think that Samson is really about Samson, do you? Samson is about Jesus. Because when Samson said the foxes out two by two, that's him sending me and you out two by two. And remember, the foxes burned the enemy's, enemy's fields down. That's him sending me and you out two by two. Wow. And see, Joseph ain't about Joseph either. I love Joseph, but Joseph ain't about Joseph. Joseph is about Jesus. You ever met, a, you ever, you ever met somebody whose brothers put him in a pit? That was me and you. We put Jesus in a pit. Our sin put him in a pit. Our sin put him on a cross. Oh, my soul, my care. Our sin put him on that tree. And the Bible says, he who knew no sin became sin. We might become the righteousness of God. That's in Christ Jesus. I mean, I, I'm from fear. I, I talk pretty fast. He became sin that we might become the righteousness of God that is in Christ Jesus. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I'm sorry I keep jumping around but I'm just I'm, I'm so yeah. I just so want people to really see what this is that this thing is real I, we were talking at lunch again and just hit me off like we were sitting there me and my uncle and my wife and uh, our waitress came up and the Lord spoke to me and said ask her about anxiety and I said, I said hey excuse me I said, I said excuse me do you, do, you, do you deal with anxiety she said yes all the time I'm not saying I'm special. What I'm saying is, 
I realized nothing else is worth it. <laughs> Everything else, listen, Xbox has not pleased me. I'm going to be real with you. I, NBA 2K, I, I, I asked my wife, I used to play it all day and all night. It's stupid. I'm moving a character on a screen and pretending it's me. I'm not 6'9". I can't talk about the, I, <laughs> I can't shoot like that. I'm, 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 I ain't in the NBA. <laughs> I'm pretending it's me. It's not even me. Listen, I might as well be praying, fasting, reading my Bible, praying in the Holy Spirit. I got so much time to be with Jesus. I'm telling you right now. Listen, listen to this real quick. Listen to this real quick. I found out probably, probably a year and a half ago, this is so crazy right here, that University of Indiana, the, the mascot, Hoosiers, right? You, you know what Indiana Hoosiers. Do you know why it's Indiana, Indiana Hoosiers? Because a man of God who was a revivalist, his last name was Hoosier. And actually, he was an African-American man. So you guys don't even know and I, and I want to say, obviously, there's, yeah. <laughs> I just want to say this is so wild because it's been kept from people that God wants to use you. God, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like, if you, if you understood how much God wanted to give you, it'd freak you out right now. You would, say, you would say, God, I can't do that. He would say, exactly. It's impossible. It's impossible. And that's why you need me. It's impossible. Listen. A division for your life doesn't freak you out. It's not from God. The vision for your life should freak you out with how big it is. <laughs> Listen, your DNA can't even fit in your body. Do you understand how big your D, like how big God thinks about you? The Bible says He has more thoughts for your welfare than grazing on the seashore, and that's actually measureless. Oh man. I want, to, I, I do, I want to keep flowing. I, I do want to say this statement, though. The Lord told me this. He said, in order to carry his glory in this season, it must be in a resurrected state. So that means, like, so that means if you are good at football, let it die and let him resurrect it because he's a God who raises the dead. You got to know, we serve the God who raises the dead. I'm serious. Because in order to truly walk with Jesus, he says, you must first deny yourself, take your cross daily, and follow me. And, and see, that's the state of the disciple, is that we have the Lord's death in our body, but we have his life too. <laughs> it's, this, it's, it's, it's this dichotomy in the heart of God that we're supposed to carry death and life. Which means I'm so dead that I'm free from you because I'm free from me. <laughs> I'm so dead I'm free from me so it makes me free from you which means that we have a problem I can just die about it I can say you got, you got it bro you got it I love you man you got it I'm serious listen if we caught this the church would shake the world because the biggest giant we were talking about this earlier in the American church is a fence we switch churches we start first church across the street First church down the block because we won't get free from offense in our spirit. And I want to tell you this. You can't carry offense 
carry a cross and carry glory at the same time. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. My uncle was saying that offense will stifle you. That offense will stop the flow of God, the flow of the anointing. Oh, man. Are, are, are you guys getting anything tonight? Okay. Okay. Jesus said to his disciples, Matthew 16. Actually, I'm sorry. St. Exodus. My bad, lady. Exodus 33. I, I do want to read this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm watching, trying to watch the time a little bit, too. But this is just. Okay. 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 Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. 33 verse 12. 33 verse 12. 33 verse 12. I'm sorry. Oh. Moses said to the Lord, see, you say to me, bring up this people. Listen to this. Do you know anybody who leads approximately 3 million people? I don't. <laughs> Yet you have said, I know you by name. You have also found grace in my sight. Now there I pray if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and I may find grace in your sight. So he's saying, God, you've given me grace, but now I want to know you more. Go get next verse, please. And he said, my, and this is God speaking, and he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Next verse. He said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us, so we shall be separated from your people and I from all the people upon the face of the earth. I want to I I keep going. I want to stop here real quick and say this. You know, the only thing that makes us different from anybody else in the world is that we've been endowed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Many things. I want to say this real quick. I want to qualify this. Number one. When we say the perfect and alive blood of Jesus Christ, the Bible says the life is in the blood. And our God is alive. Listen, you can go to Jerusalem and search all tombs you want to. He's not there, buddy. Because he is, he's in his session at the right hand of God. Like I said earlier, you don't know anybody who flew. You, listen, you understand what, 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 what the book of Acts says that he really went up on a cloud service? That was real. <laughs> I was you get this. A real person, fully God, fully man, in a body, went up on a cloud out of our sight. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying right now? <laughs> it, that, that would be like if me and Caleb are walking with Jesus, all of a sudden, we're like, bro, what in the, he just went up. He, listen to this, and listen to this real quick. He stopped halfway to talk to his disciples. He's in his ascent. He's, he, he's going up because he's going to the Father. He's going to the right hand of God to sit as our high priest, to sit as our intercessor. He's going up, but he stops halfway to speak with the disciples. And he says, Mary, don't you cling to me. Don't cling to me. As my uncle would preach it, he didn't put his blood in the mercy seat yet. <laughs> you know, it's amazing about Jesus, he is the mercy seat. He is the sacrifice. He's the priest. <laughs> he's the tabernacle. He's the temple. He's it. Let's keep, let's keep going real quick. So, <laughs> for how then, okay, so the Lord said to Moses, I also will do this thing that you have spoken, for you have grace in my sight, and I know you by name. 
Next verse. And he said, please show me your glory. Now, Unc, I know, if, uh, number one, he would, he, would come tear, he would come destroy this right now. I want you to know that. that I, I, I'm serious. It's like, it, it, would, it would shock me. It would, I would, I'll be on a puddle on the floor. You can't even preach this right now. Just being real with it. He, it would shock me. But he said, listen to this. He had met with God. Watch this, watch this. Watch this, youth. Watch this. This is for me, too. I'm, I'm preaching what I'm going through right now. Do you know Moses was about 80 years old when he really got into his call? <laughs> we can't wait two years. We can't wait two months. We can't wait two weeks. We want to preach in a day. Moses was 80 years old on the backside of a mountain tending his father-in-law's sheep. <laughs> Listen, the Lord let him spend 40 years being Egypt University, brought him out to the wilderness, took him to the lowest place, took everything from him for 40 years, and they said, now I can use you. Because you've seen the high and the low. You're broken enough to be used by God. Listen, uh, God looking for no degree. Listen, even, even though, hear me real quick. He can't use it. He can use it, and he wants to use it. But God likes to store treasure in earthen vessel. That's right. Uh, I'm telling you, that, that means that you're qualified to receive God's power. There's not a person in this room that's perfect except for Jesus. He's the only one who's perfect. But I will say this. He's made us right. Because he is our righteousness. He is our righteousness. That means that, he, oh man, that means our righteousness is living. He is truth. He sent before Pilate. Pilate says, what is truth? He's sitting there beating, bloody, saying a word. I wonder why you're looking at truth, bro. What's he saying? What's he saying? I am truth. I am truth. I love it because Pilate, Pilate asked him, are you, are you the king of Israel? You have said it. What's he really saying? Real kings bleed. A real husband laid down his life. A real husband bears his cross. Real husband says, hey, man, I'm sorry. Real husband says, hey, even, even though that hurt me, you know what? I'm sorry. That was my bad. Why? Because a real husband laid down their life for their wife. Oh, man. Jesus is showing us that. <laughs> Jesus is showing us that because the Bible says your husband is your maker, which means that when you came up to an altar and said yes to Jesus, you got married. And if you cheat on him, that's idolatry. It's actually harlotry. Uh, uh, I forgot who said it. But, but what, what, one of the problems is actually harlotry, to cheat on Jesus, which means that if I'm into zodiac signs and a little bit of Jesus, I'm cheating on him. Which means that if I'm into pornography and a little bit of Jesus, I'm cheating on him. Which means if I, if I act one way at school when my friends are around and now I'm, I'm thugging, but I'm with Jesus on Sunday, I'm cheating on Jesus. Because the Bible says your husband is your maker. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. This has to be our heart cry for a generation that we say, Lord, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. I'll proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, You cannot see my face. 
for no man shall see me and live. I want to I want to I want to stop on that verse right there too. My my bad. No man can see me and live. It's possible to live a true crucified life. I'm telling you, it's possible. It's what the early church would get martyred for. The early church was so set apart from, from the world, they were put on trees in Nero's garden. I'm, I'm about to preach this now. We mentioned persecution earlier. Me and Uncle John were talking about this. The church in America has yet to really witness true persecution. But I'm telling you right now, and I'm standing with you. I believe America is a Christian nation. I'm standing with you. That really hit my spirit earlier when you said that. But if you think we won't be persecuted and carry glory, you're deceived. It's got to be both. We must carry the death of Christ to carry the life of Christ. I got to be laid down and actually love you. It's this dichotomy in God that I must be crucified with him to be raised a new life with him. Oh, man. <laughs> so, 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 so that means you get the grocery store, and the Lord says, hey, see a couple over there. I'm, I'm sorry, long, not a couple. Oh, you're right. The people over there that are in a, a world called a different lifestyle, but really it's a demonic lifestyle that deceived by devils that I've seen in a tank, in a baptism tank be cast out. The Lord let me see one time there was a person who was dressed up transgender. My friend preached the gospel that night. This, this dude comes in the tank. We say, man, your name is Antonio, the man of God. I say, we said, we said, bro, your name is the man of God. This guy took the nails off, took the piercings out, took the fake hair off, got in the tank, got back together. This guy filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, that's our God. He takes a person who's broken. Oh, man. That, listen, those tanks tonight aren't just some fun idea. Peter actually says, we're saved by water. Not saved from water, we're saved by water. What's that mean? By death, he's conquered death. We go in that tank and we die, we actually get a chance to receive his life. I'm telling you, I've seen a tank be charged with power. I'm sure my uncle has before. I'm sure you have. I've seen that tank be charged with deliverance power. I've seen that tank be charged with baptism power. I'm telling you, that tank is alive. That tank can be charged with the power of God. There are people tonight that you've been born again, but you have not yet received to be baptized. And you were missing out on a different realm of God. Listen, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. If I get baptized in water, I come out wet, right? Right? But, so what's that mean if I get baptized in God? If I get fully immersed, fully dipped, if I, if I get fully immersed in God, that's a whole different life. If I realize the glory of God has become my rear guard, I ain't worried about what, what nobody got to say about me. I'm thinking power. I'm thinking, let's go to Walmart and see somebody get out of a wheelchair. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, wow, God, you really want to fill my hands with the power of God. Not for me to be famous, but for me to make you famous. I'm, te- I'm, I'm telling you. You got to realize this. Um, you know this too. Church history says that John the Apostle could not die. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, they tried to kill him, and he couldn't die. <laughs> I want you to hear this tonight. They tried to dip him in a cauldron of oil, 
You ever, listen, you ever fried fish? I'm sure you, I, I like the fried fish. That's a really hot pan with really hot oil. And if it, if it pop, you're going to go, oh, man. They dipped a person, John the Apostle, in a cauldron of oil, and he couldn't die. So they said, you know what, Unc? Put him on the island of Patmos. <laughs> and he says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. <laughs> I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Listen, will, will, will everybody in this room be able to say with John, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day? That's what I'm telling you. This, this life isn't some mere, mere thought of Christianity. We aren't, we, we aren't just coming in here and saying, you know what, that song sounds great. You know, I, I like to have Jesus in my life. He seems to be a guy who will bless you. He'll, you know, get you some new shoes. He'll do all this stuff for you. No, Jesus is God. <laughs> and the Bible says, the mystery has kept in it for all time will not be revealed in you as Christ and you the hope of glory. So that means if the Christ, the prophet, priest, king, God himself lives in me, when I'm at the grocery store, the power of God wants to move. Yes, yes. I'm telling you, I, I, somebody's going to catch this tonight and God will shake the world with it. I'm serious. If I came here for three people to catch this and the power of God hits this city, I've done my job. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm, I, f I feel that strong. I'm serious. We better, listen, we better grab this by the spirit right now. Because I'm telling you right now, there will be some people who will catch this and God will shake the world with you. You know what? You know what God likes to. You know, so you know what God looks for in a person? Hunger. Hunger. Hunger is a sign of life. <laughs> I would, I would, I would say that church as a kid. I told my mom this other day. I would see the silhouette of the Holy Spirit resting on my uncles. I'm serious. You ever, you ever seen and see somebody preach and you see the silhouette of the Holy Spirit resting on them? And I'm like, bro, what is this thing that's on them? It's this light around them. It's this thing that's on them. For some reason, I can't, I can't stop looking at them. And when they preach the word of God, my heart starts to burn. I'm telling you, God will shake the world with you. Listen, God will take a 10-year-old and shake the world with you. We see kids get people healed. I'm telling you, this matter of fact, they actually might be the best evangelists. Because they're so full of wonder, they don't, they don't care. Listen, they, they, don't, they, they don't care about next week. They, 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 they might see me and, and, and think I'm weird. They don't care about that. A kid says, listen, Jesus told me when they had a dream about him that he wanted me to lay hands on people. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> That's what they, so they do. Huh. Let, me, let me keep qualifying this as a Christian meeting. Let me read the word of God. <laughs> All right. Take me, please. Second Corinthians four, verse one. Second Corinthians four, verse one. You guys, all right? Yes, sir. All right. Second Corinthians four, verse one. <laughs> I, I heard I heard a story recently about a martyr. Her name was, I think her name was Pertunia, I think it was, back in, like, this, this is a long time ago. But she was pretty well off. Her dad would have some money. She was, she was a well-off lady. And actually, she was pregnant. But she received Jesus. And, and the Lord began to show her everything she believed in was all Greek gods. It was all demonic. It was all idolatrous. It was all from hell. And I want to tell you, 
If you're into witchcraft tonight, you're dealing with second-rate demonic power. But I've seen the power of the Holy Spirit cast that thing out. I've seen the power of the Holy Spirit make that thing bow its knee to Jesus. <laughs> if you're watching online right now, I'm telling you to burn those items. Destroy those items. That stuff's from hell, and Jesus loves you. He wants to save you. And he is mighty to save. Matter of fact, his name means God saves. Oh, man. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but my manifestation of truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is veiled, is veiled to those who are perishing, whose mind the God of this age has blinded, who did not believe, lest the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ, it's an image of God should shine on. Hold on, hold on. Let's, we got we to read that again. Whose minds the God of this age has blinded. Okay, I want to preach that real quick. Young people, listen to me real quick. You got to understand the devil runs what's called a demonic network. That's what Ephesians 2 is talking about. He's the, he's the lowercase g God of this age because here's the thing. He's not omnipresent. He can't be. He's, he's the opposite of Michael the archangel. He's not opposite of God. The devil could never sit in God's chair. Jesus said, God is spirit. What that means is God is pure spirit. Not like me and you. We, me, the Bible says God is the father of spirits, right? So me and you came out of God. We were born, we were made in the image of, in, in, sorry, in, sorry, we made, in, sorry, made in, in the image of God. He's the father of spirits. But God is pure spirit, which means this. Everything in this room has a frequency. This pulpit has a frequency. But God is such pure spirit. That we receive our animation of life from God Himself. Oh, are you are you are you hearing what I'm saying right now? I couldn't smile at you unless God was real. The enemy can try to torment you unless God was real, because the enemy still receives his life from God. Because if God is not real, then He doesn't exist. Because God is pure spirit, pure spirit. We receive our animation from God himself. Uh, this is why it's so important. Because, see, God's so long-suffering that he will allow us to run from him while still receiving life from him. So, that, listen, there, 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 there are people who curse God all day long. They say, oh, Jesus Christ, oh, all this stuff ain't... The Lord is so long-suffering. He's so patient. He's so kind. He's still supplying on the life to curse him out. <laughs> what, what kind of humility is this? That the people who are crucifying him on a tree, he made the tree. The people who are whipping him with the, with the cat of nine tails, he, 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 he made it so he made the weapon. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. Jesus is amazing. Watch this. The Bible says in the fullness of time, he was made manifest for you. He waits till the death penalty is the most gruesome. The Roman Empire is oppressing his people. He waits till that time, till crucifixion is the way the criminals die. And he says, you know what? I'm coming to the earth now. <laughs> now is the fullness of time. And also, this is crazy too. Also, he has the roads to preach on because of the Roman road system. 
So in the fullness of time, he's coming to, he's coming to preach the gospel. The first thing he says is repent and believe the gospel. Right. Listen to this. People like, people like man, don't, don't preach to me, bro. Jesus said, preach the gospel. The first thing he ever said was repent and believe the gospel. Period. But back to this, though. What kind of humility is this? He wasted the death penalty is the highest, the most gruesome, to where he was marred beyond any man. Hear me tonight. Jesus was marred beyond any man. They could not recognize him. On it. Listen, he didn't look human. He didn't look human. His face was mangled. His beard was ripped out. His back was ripped. His flesh was ripped off. Hebrew says the veil was really his flesh. His flesh had to be torn. And you know he's God because they could have whooped. Listen, they, they could have beat our king to this day. He still couldn't die. Here's why. Here, let me qualify this. Let me qualify this. You, you ready for this? Because he was free from the law of sin and death. They could have beat our king to this day, and he still couldn't die. Listen, listen, who do you know like that? Who do you know who wears light as a garment? Who do you know like that? <laughs> listen, Caleb, Caleb, I love LeBron too. But LeBron don't wear light as a garment. LeBron can't get beat to this day and still be on a tree, but the Bible says he actually gave his life. Watch this, watch this. He became obedient even to the point of death. Oh, man. It says, I did, I, I, did, I did really want to go there, though, but uh, the God this age has blinded. I'm, t- I'm telling you tonight. Instagram is trying to blind you. TikTok is trying to blind you. Facebook is trying to blind you. Snapchat is trying to blind you. Those sites at night, they're trying to blind you. What's it called? Deception. And all the way, listen, the thing about deception is too, you don't, you don't know you're deceived. <laughs> oh man. Man, I had, listen, I had this day while I was working at Dillard's down, like I was, I was not, 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 downtown, not, not downtown, sorry. At Tyrone Mall, this was years ago. I was working there. <laughs> I, I was working there, and honestly, I left and I was demonized and I lost my mind. I'm walking down the street cussing at the air. Like, I, I lost my mind. And people say, Oh, I, I gotta be possible. It's called being demonized. It's called, listen, you were made for a spirit, so you're gonna be filled with something. Made to be filled by God, but listen, if you don't receive him, the enemy's waiting for you. He's, he's waiting for you. <laughs> and it's, you, know, you, know, you know what's so amazing about Jesus, too, though? Even if you're demonized, he never stopped loving you. As a matter of fact, do you know one-third of his ministry was casting out demons? I think demons are comfortable in church today. Not here. But some places, demons come and sit in the front row. Amen, pastor. Great job. Preach, man of God. Great job. Great job. Amen. 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 Listen. Oh, my soul. My yeh can. I'm my soul. <laughs> you know, over, over in Africa, they have a thing called, called a snake, the snake pit, deliverance. When they, when they do these big crusades. 
I was telling the guy, I said, bro, we need, we, listen, we need one in America. Listen, how about this? Come with me over to the northwest to Seattle, and I, I promise you, you'll see devils. I promise you. I, 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 I promise you. I promise you. Come with me to the gay pride parade. I promise you, you'll see devils. And I love you online, but I'm telling you the truth right now. That thing's a spirit, a demonic spirit. I'm telling you right now. And I'm telling you tonight, you can be free. You can be completely set free. You can be completely set free. I, I feel like there's somebody watching right now. There's a spirit tormenting your mind, and it's telling you I'm lying to you. But I promise you right now, the power of the Holy Spirit will set you completely free. Will set you completely free. I'm telling you. <laughs> Talking about having deliverance sin in Africa. We need, we need one in America today. We need, we need one at Target. My wife will tell you, I'm not a fan of Target. Now, I'll go there if I need something for, for sure. You know, if we need formula, they, they sell European formula. My wife is like the gluten, uh, <laughs> gluten, non-GMO, non-toxic queen, right? Which is, which is amazing, honestly. It's amazing. But at the same time, we go to Target, and they have little kids wearing what God says is, is an abomination. So they have kids saying, I'm proud. Do you understand where that comes from? Where pride come, originated from? The devil himself. That was the original sin. And the devil himself convinced Adam to rebel against his father. And we call it, oh, you were born like this. No, you were born in a sin, and you must be born again. Every single person was born into sin, and you must be born again. Like the gospel, the glory of Christ, who is in the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bond servants for Jesus' sakes. For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who was shown in our heart to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. I want to get all, I also to get to this one statement. <laughs> the light, the knowledge of the glory of God is in the face of Jesus Christ. I want to say it's possible to think you know Jesus and be on the wrong road. It's possible to say, I'm going to drive to California and end up in Texas. I want to tell you tonight, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. There are people, there are people who say, you know what, Jesus, I'll follow you tomorrow. But the Bible says, now, now, now is the day of salvation. It didn't say today. Wonder why? Because if Chris is drowning in the ocean, he don't need help today. He need help right now. You need help right now. Listen, if, if sin has destroyed you, I want to tell you, man, your house is on fire. Listen, we, today, today in America, we say, oh, bro, you know what, bro? I'll bring you to church next week. No, bro, your house is on fire. Your house is on fire. You need Jesus right now. Right now. Right now. I just feel like there's some people who don't know their house is on fire. You, 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 you don't even know that your house is burning up. You wonder why the temptations come at night, because your house is on fire. Why do you smell smoke? Because your house is on fire. Why are the windows breaking? Because your house is on fire. The Bible says the eye is the body. Sorry, the eye body is, sorry, sorry. It says the eye is the lamp of the body, right? And if your eye is single, your whole body is flat. Now, I know he's preaching about money in there, but he's also preaching about the believer's countenance. If you've been around deliverance of any sort, you will understand something. The eye really is the lamp of the body. Yeah. 
The eye tells you what's in there. And the Holy Spirit's in there. Trust me. You, oh, you know. You meet, you meet some folks that are mingled with God. Some folks who've been touched by God. Some folks who wrestle with God. Listen, I love meeting old saints. I'm talking about years. Years with Jesus. Years. They, they've been with him for years. They've been with him for hours. Because the wine takes time, my friend. The oil takes time. It takes time to walk in his power. It takes time. Listen, the Jesus in some quick stamp on your life. Jesus takes time, man. It takes time. It takes time to be with him. Let him break you open. It takes time. It takes fasting. It takes prayer. Let him break your life open. But I promise you, when he breaks you open, <laughs> when, he, when, he, when he breaks you open, that sin won't look good anymore. Oh, take me somewhere, boys. Let's, let's, let's go. When he breaks you open, I promise you, Sin looks stale. Oh, man. There's some people tonight who have been tormented by the devil. I'm serious. I, I, I see this image of the devil, and he's, and he's trying to convince you tonight. Wow. He's whispering lies of anxiety to you. And God wants to set you free. Jesus, the glory of God. Jesus himself, God himself wants to set you free tonight. One thing about our king, you know when he comes. I, I, feel, like, I'm telling you, I feel like it's somebody on this right side of the room. I, I see a picture of the enemy trying to, if that's you who have anxiety, no, no shame. It's a big family. I told you, it's a 100% family. Just lift your hand. If that's you, and, that, and you feel that anxious, demonic voice whispering to you, I'm telling you, God will cancel that thing right now. Who, who is that in this room? If that's you. Right here. I, I, I really, I'm telling you, I really felt, I'm not going to I really feel on the right side of this room, there is somebody, the devil has been whispering to you lies of anxiety. And, <laughs> but stand up real quick. We want to we want to pray for you. Hey, Caleb, can I can I can I use you? To, let's let's go for it. If you could just lay your hands on her, let's let's go for it. Father, right now in Jesus' name, we break this demonic bondage off her life. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Freedom. Get out. Get out in Jesus' name. Freedom. Anxiety, we command you go. Hey, Joe, real quick, real quick. I feel this in my spirit, too. I want, I want, to, I want to tell you a quick story real quick. Just real quick, real quick. I want to tell you this is a parable. There was a man with ten rooms. He had five upstairs and five downstairs. And one day Jesus came by. And Jesus said, and the man saw Jesus, he said, he said, oh, Jesus, come into my house. I heard how you, you bless people, how you heal people, how you set folks free. Come into my house, Lord. You'll, you'll be my honored guest. But he only gave him one room. And that night, there came a knock. And it was the devil. 
and devil tormented that man through the night. And he bound him with fears and with tears. He bound him. He wouldn't let him go. He was binding him up. The night goes by. The man wakes up, goes to the next day. Jesus comes downstairs. He says, Jesus, you were in my house. I said, like, how, how, how could this happen? The devil told me, I, I, you were in my house last night. He said, sir, you only gave me the one room. I, I'm upstairs. You only gave me one room. He said, he said oh, okay, Lord, I, I know what I'll do. After this day, I'll give you five rooms. Jesus, the whole, the whole top floor is yours. You got it. All, all, all five rooms of stairs are yours. You got, you got the five rooms. Jesus says, thank you very much. Goes back upstairs. And the night comes again. Comes the devil. Boom, 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 boom. The devil, the devil puts his knee in, puts his foot in. He busts in that man's house and begins to torment him through the night. Binding him with fears and tears and with pornography and with perversion. And the night goes by, the morning comes. He says, he says Jesus, you're in my house again. I, I don't understand. He says, sir, you gave me five rooms. The downstairs is yours. The man says, you know what? As of this day, Lord, he says, as of this day, Lord, I give you nine rooms in my house. Because there's one room that has some things in it I don't want you to see. Some adult things, some deep things, some spiritual things. I don't want you to see these things, Jesus. They're, they're, they're too much for your eyes. I don't want you to see these things. Jesus says, thank you very much, sir. Goes, goes, goes into his room. The night comes. Here comes the devil again. The devil comes and rushes the man that night. Boom, boom. He breaks the door down. Puts him in hell. I torment him through the night. Bind him again with fears and tears. Night goes by. Jesus comes down. He says, Jesus, I don't understand, Lord. I'll give you nine rooms in my house. He says, sir, sir, let me, let me explain this to you. The title deed is still in your hand. Why don't you give it to me and you can live in my house? So I'm telling you tonight, I'm telling you tonight, if you're giving them one room, you're not safe. If you're giving them two rooms, you're not safe. You're giving them three rooms. You are unsafe, my friend. You're giving them four rooms. You are not safe. Un unsaved. If you're giving them eight rooms, you're not saved. He has to have the title deed in his hand to your life. He has to have all of you. So I'm saying tonight, no guilt, no shame, no condemnation. If that's you tonight, if you want to give Jesus your whole house, listen, I don't, listen. You can be on the worship team. You can be a preacher. You can be whatever. I don't, it, 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 it doesn't matter. Eternity is not worth it. Come and give them all, come and give them your house. I'm serious right now. If that's you, I want you down here. If that's you. Thank you for being bold. If that's you, and you haven't given them all 10 rooms of your house, all 10 rooms of your house, all 10 rooms of your house. The title deed. Thank you, Jesus. I'm serious. It's got to be all. All or nothing. All or nothing. All or nothing. 
All or nothing, no holding back. Come on, what's stopping you? What's stopping you from coming? Come on, the devil's a liar. He's a coward. Come on, he's a liar. He's lying to you. Come on. I'm telling you, tonight is your night. All of heaven's waiting on you. All of heaven's waiting on you. I'm telling you right now, listen, if I came down here on these flights just for you, it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it. I'm telling you tonight, I, I, there's people out there. I feel there's about two or three more people that God has to have your house. I'm telling you, it's so urgent. Tonight was for you. Tonight was for you. God wants your house tonight. I'm telling you. Who else do you know that bought you with his own blood? You weren't cheap. You were bought with a high price. You were bought with a high price. Let's go for it. I want to ask, I feel this strong. I feel this strong right now. There, there are people in here who have tried Christianity, who have tried church, who have tried some form of religion, but you haven't tried surrender. You never really surrender. You never really said, Lord, you can have my whole house. All of it's yours, Lord Jesus. Everything, the good and the bad, all of it's yours. All of it's yours. I'm telling you right now, as we declare this over our lives, number one, we're not, listen, we're not praying to anybody up here.